Coming up on today's federal newscast, taking steps to hire qualified disabled people could help federal contractors with regulators. Agencies get help in following through on a recent executive order. And we've heard a lot of talk about a possible Space Force, but what will it actually cost? These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal contractors who make an effort to hire people with disabilities could be rewarded. The Labor Department's Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs and the Office of Disability Employment Policy want to give two large and two small contractors a three-year moratorium on compliance evaluations for taking proactive steps to recruit, hire, retain, and advance qualified people with disabilities. Nominations are due August 31st. New guidance from the Office of Management and Budget includes a formula to help agencies follow a June executive order to reduce the number of federal advisory committees. Agencies have until August 1st to make recommendations for the committees they want to end. Then they must cut at least three or as many as one-third of its advisory committees by September 30th. More agencies are taking steps to protect their networks and data from cyber attacks. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. In 7 of 10 cybersecurity metrics, the Office of Management and Budget says agencies improved. New data on performance.gov reveals agencies made the most progress in implementing software asset management and intrusion detection and prevention capabilities over the last six months. Nine agencies now have intrusion detection and prevention tools versus three in December, while 17 have software asset management capabilities versus 10 six months ago. EPA and Energy are among the agencies struggling with implementing several capabilities, including software asset management and intrusion detection and prevention. I'm Jason Miller. The National Archives and Records Administration does not have a reliable way to flag missing electronic copies of historical records that agencies scheduled to send to NARA. The agency's inspector general says that means NARA cannot ensure historic records are not lost or destroyed. The IG office made this finding just weeks before NARA and the Office of Management and Budget released a memo mandating all agencies to move fully from paper to electronic records by the end of 2022. The Navy no longer requires hard copies of fingerprints for background investigations submitted to the National Background Investigations Bureau. All fingerprints for security clearances will now be submitted digitally. The Navy says the change is an attempt to speed up the clearance process and to cut down on the backlog. The backlog for security clearances currently stands at about 400,000. The creation of a new Space Force is looking like more of a reality. Federal News Network Scott Massioni tells us how much it might cost. The Congressional Budget Office is estimating a new Space Force will cost about $3.6 billion in one-time and recurring costs over the next five years. That's after adding up the cost for the House of Representatives' proposal for the new military branch. The House proposal puts the Space Force under the Air Force, much like the Marine Corps is a component of the Navy. CBO estimates the Defense Department will need to hire as many as 6,800 new employees to maintain the Space Force. DOD will also transfer about 23,000 civilian and military personnel to the new branch. I'm Scott Massioni. The Army is offering incentives to fill out its infantry ranks. Soldiers who sign up for the infantry occupational specialty by the end of September can get up to $40,000 as a bonus. The Army says it's currently short 3,300 soldiers to fill infantry positions. 
Veterans looking to take their business to the next level may soon get some training. Funded by the Small Business Administration, SBA awarded $100,000 to the Veteran Entrepreneurial Training and Resource Network for a pilot training program to educate veteran small business owners on how to compete for federal contracts. Acting SBA Administrator Chris Pilkerton said the pilot will help veterans grow their own small businesses rather than start new ones. And the State Department adds another new embassy building in its long-term rebuilding project. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Officials cut the ribbon on a new diplomatic campus in Pristina, Kosovo. It's the 159th new embassy since 1999. Another 57 are in design or construction. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Elliot Engel and Kosovo President Hashim Thaci attended, along with State Department and Kosovo elected officials. The State Department says the new structure will receive gold certification from the U.S. Green Building Council. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 